Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, and welcome to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leboff. I am the hockey editor here at Action. And joining me, as always, is my friend and professional NHL better. You know him in the industry as so many sports and so many. It is a weird time in the NHL in sports in general, in the world at large. But there are still two games to talk about on Tuesday night. They will be the last two games before the NHL goes into a pause for COVID plus the holidays. Uh, We will be back in action on December 27th. And we are committed to you, dear listener, to making sure you are well-equipped for whether it's a two-game slate, a one-game slate, a 14-game slate. When we are supposed to be on the air and there are games to be played, we will be there for you. But now that Uh, there will be a little bit of a pause. This is as good a time as any to kind of take a deep breath and do a more general survey of the NHL betting landscape. So rather than start the show like we usually do by giving out an underdog we like, I'm going to actually start by asking you what team in the NHL do you think is trending in an interesting direction? It could be up, down, left, right, center, however you want to talk about it. So what team to you right now from a general betting standpoint is most interesting? So the team that's uh, most interesting to me right now is the New York Rangers. They haven't had a particularly tough schedule up to this point and have accumulated most of their wins against uh, some of the weaker teams in the league. Now, they do deserve credit for where they are right now, though, because you can only beat who is in front of you in the schedule. But when I assess this team, according to my metrics, they don't generate offense, especially off the rush at the level we're seeing from the elite teams right now. And they're also giving up more than what the elite defenses uh, give up as well. They do have the benefit of playing in front of Igor Shesterkin, who can mask a lot of their deficiencies. But as the season progresses, I just feel that it's it could be a lot on, on Igor's shoulders right now. Um, and then when I look at the standings, I don't think they'll finish ahead of the Penguins as the Penguins get healthier. And as the Bruins get healthier as well, I do think that the Bruins should pass the Rangers as well and close that gap in the wildcard race. I do see the Rangers making the playoffs, but based on how I assess them right now, I view them as a team that should be fighting for the second wild card as opposed to being 
third in their in, in their division right now. So this is a team that I will be fading in the standings. And for these reasons, um, I think that the Rangers are a team to bet against as as we move forward in the season. So here's a, a quick little anecdote about the Rangers. A couple weeks ago, I would say we're probably 10 games into the NHL season. I went on NHL series radio and I was asked a similar question, you know, basically a buy low and a sell high team. And I said, you should sell high on the Rangers. At that point, I think they had a negative goal differential despite a record, probably like six or seven wins to the good. And what did they do? I think they went on a seven game winning streak and then won like nine out of 10. I heard it a little bit on Twitter and deservedly so i was very wrong about that uh but <laughs> of I, I i do I, I do i do agree with you i still think that this is a gener- generally going to be a team that you will end up in the green betting against at this point forward the rangers are 25 to 1 to win the stanley cup right now they are in third place in the metro division a very top heavy metro division carolina's at 43 with washington also at 43 the rangers at 42 but the difference is Staggering when you look at the goal differentials, Carolina plus 33, Washington plus 27, New York Rangers, they're plus nine, Pittsburgh, like you mentioned, they're plus 15. And like you said, this is a team that they, they don't need to, I always say this when talking about the Rangers, they don't need to dominate when it comes to play driving metrics, right? They're not a team that you need to see at the 53% expected goals rate or high danger chance rate because they do have like you said, Igor, plus they have a lot of individual talent that can win games on their own. But generally, that's not typically sustainable when we're talking about betting. So I'm going to go in a different direction, actually, with uh, the team that I think is interesting. Right now, the Winnipeg Jets, Paul Maurice kind of stole the headlines away from the COVID and will they or won't they go to the Olympic stock by surprisingly stepping down, basically fired himself (laughs) as the head coach. He said he needed a break. He'd been coaching the Winnipeg Jets for a long time. This is a team similar to the Rangers, I think, right? Like they have a great goaltender in Connor Hellebuck who can mask a lot of defensive flaws. And they have typically been a team that has had uh, struggled to drive play over the past couple of years, but still would get results through good finishing talent and a great goaltending. Now, the difference between the Jets and the Rangers is Winnipeg's at 60 to 1, and the Rangers are at 25 to 1. And I, and I kind of view these two teams as peers. I don't think there's that much that separates them. Of course, the standings is different, right? Like the Jets are going to be in a scrap for the playoffs as it stands right now. They are sitting at 33 points there in fifth place in the Central Division, seven points off the top, which is Minnesota, but it's jam packed there. And I expect Nashville, uh, maybe even St. Louis to kind of fall back towards the pack. Winnipeg has the talent to finish and to at least fight for the first or second wild card spot. And I think um, a new manager, the new manager bounces, it's called the soccer or the new coach bounce, I guess we can call it here. Uh, it could loom large. We, we've seen teams react to coaching changes very well in the past, right? Like the Penguins went on to win a Stanley Cup once. Uh, we've seen what the Wild did under Dean Evison after Bruce Boudreaux, your beloved Bruce Boudreaux, left that city. So I think Winnipeg's interesting just because of the price. If this team was 30 to 1, uh, I don't think so. They opened, they were around 45 to 1 in the season start. So I think Winnipeg is interesting if you are looking to get into the market now from a futures perspective. Do you have anything on the Jets? Yeah, so the Jets are, are an interesting team because I tend to come in higher on the Jets than uh, than my colleagues do. And I always get a lot of flack on that. So I, I, I do agree with you. Um, one thing is that Connor Hellebuck hasn't had a season up to his standard. So and, and he's one of those goalies where... I give a longer leash to in in the sense that I do think that he will eventually turn it around. And um, as they've been playing wide open, high event games, so I think that that's um, going to start decreasing as well, which will increase Halibut's numbers. So in in general, I I do agree with you. The Jets are a team that um, I think um, should be getting more more respect in the market. Just for recording purposes, 
my New York Islanders sitting at 70 to one to win the Stanley cup. Uh, they've got a ways to go to get into the playoff picture and your Vancouver Canucks are out there at 130 to one. So we'll keep those two teams in mind. It took every ounce of my being not to go with the Islanders as the team that's <laughs> most interesting, but Winnipeg is more realistic. All right, let's move on to our robust two game slate for Tuesday, December 21st. Like I said, the last NHL hockey we'll have to bet on for about a week, just about six days. The games are actually pretty good. <laughs> all things considered, uh, we'll start in the Metropolitan with a showdown between Washington traveling to Philadelphia as minus 135 favorites. The Flyers coming back plus 115. The over under here is set at six. It's the Flyers. Um, they went through that horrible losing streak, get rid of Elaine Vigneault, started to put things back together under Mike Yo, And then they did stumble in Montreal in a weird game, a ghost game, no crowd. They lost in a shootout. I do think that I'm not ready to bet this game, but I would say I am a little bit closer on Philadelphia. They have started to trend in the right direction, especially defensively for the first month of the season. Their defensive metrics were abysmal, but Carter Hart was playing really well. Then he started to play closer to average and the Flyers all of a sudden started losing games. So I think if I had to pick a side here, it would be the Flyers. But for now, it's a pass for me. Do you have anything on this one? Yeah, so a couple of notes in this game too. Uh, Kevin Hayes was added to the COVID protocol on Monday. So that's something we need to keep a, keep an eye on uh, to see if there's any additional positives that come out of the Flyers camp. There's also a possibility of this being a false positive since not to get too much in the weeds here, but the Flyers did move to the, to the rapid testing recently. So that would tend to increase the false positives as well. Um, Carter Hart, after a non-COVID illness, he does look ready to go. So I assume he's going to start on Tuesday against, against Samsonov. The Capitals uh, did return a couple of forwards from their farm team, which leads me to believe that they'll be getting at least Tom Wilson back. So they're missing a good portion of their of their top six still. Um, with the Capitals forward injuries, uh, potentially more players being out for the Flyers and a favorable goaltending matchup. Um, I will be looking at the under here on um, on, on Tuesday morning. The other uh, game on the docket features the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're plus 115 traveling to Vegas to take on the Golden Knights, who are minus 135. This is a late puck drop at 10 p.m. This is also a potential Stanley Cup preview. I mean, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, both of these teams are in great form. They were both came into the season with high expectations. The Lightning, of course, two-time defending champions. We've seen the Golden Knights get very close to lifting the cup over their short existence, and they look to be uh, putting things together after a slow start. And a lot of that has to do with their improvements on defense. And of course, as we've talked about on the show a lot, Tampa Bay is one of the best chance suppression teams in the league. So I wonder if this game to you sets up as, first of all, should be a tight game. It doesn't look, knock on wood, it looks like all the COVID issues, uh, there are no COVID issues yet with either one of these teams. So we should have a generally healthy uh, showdown, but you know, you like to talk about the Lightning as an under team. The Knights were definitely not that to start the season, but are starting to head in that direction. So I was wondering if you have any thoughts uh, on the total before discussing the side. So on the total, I think that um, if we do get Vasilevsky Leonard, um, I would be inclined to look at the under, but it does depend on um, if we're getting a flat six. Yeah, Leonard, uh, of course, and the Knights coming off a, a really impressive road trip that culminated against my New York Islanders, a very emotional night. 
I do wonder if they will, this is kind of like a, a tough spot for them, right? You come off of a really emotional win, a really good road trip. You fly back West home. Uh, and now you got to take on one of the best teams in the league. I actually think Tampa Bay here is worth a shot at plus 115 or better. So that's probably where I will be going as the lightning look like they are as methodical and their process is just so good. And no matter Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov been out of the lineup. They just seem to have this system, John Cooper system down to a T. I trust them even without those two guys at plus money here. I like the plus 115 on Tampa Bay. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I, I would I would agree with you. I, I was impressed with the Vegas road trip. Um, and we we did a, a couple of podcasts ago, we did identify Vegas as a team to ride on for a bit. And besides the Islanders game, it did work out nicely for us. Um, even though they did pull out that win against the Isles, I did notice the Knights kind of uh, losing their legs for large portions of the Isles game as well as the Rangers game as well. So and it's not it's not unusual considering the schedule that they've had to play and the types of games that they've gotten themselves into. Um, I do like Tampa here, and that's something that I will be looking at um, once we're into that on uh, Tuesday morning. Top shelf where Mama hides the cookies. All right, uh, we will move on to the final portion of the program. Like I said, quick show, two games, a little bit of future talk, but we will not leave you without our favorite bet. I just alluded to it. I like Tampa Bay, plus 115 in Vegas. Really tough schedule of late for the Knights flying back west after playing three teams in the Metro Division, the Islanders, Rangers, and Devils. They also played the Bruins. Like This is just a tough schedule spot for a team coming off a really emotional road trip, a very impressive road trip. And now they have this long break to kind of look forward to after this game, after you have to play the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, who, by the way, are in great form, have been all season, and are a team that can handle Vegas's offense, which is one of the best teams in the league at generating scoring chances. The Lightning are one of the best teams in the NHL at suppressing scoring chances. A little bit of a strength for strength matchup. And even though they are on the road, I like the spot better for Tampa Bay at plus 115 as my favorite bet for Tuesday night, December 21st. And now I'll kick it to you to take us into the holiday break with your favorite bet for Tuesday night. So my favorite bet, and hopefully it's not the last one for a while, is the under in Philadelphia. Um, we, I, I touched on it earlier. Um, I think that depending on the price we get, um, I do, and uh, monitoring the Flyers' uh, COVID situation as well as who potentially might be back uh, for the for the Capitals forwards, um, I do like the under in Philadelphia. All right, and that'll do it for this episode of Line Change. We thank you for listening uh, for a very abbreviated episode, but we will see you on the other side of the pause. And hopefully we go into this break on a little bit of a heater. So for so many sports, I'm Michael Lieboff. Good luck with your bets on Tuesday night.